This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is your old pal, Bob, right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. As always, I'm joined by my trusty sidekick, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? Slightly less old pal, Ramon. But just as trustworthy as ever. Which is not that much, but not, you know, what yeah. are you do? The bar is not set very high. No, I got to first of all, you, you're sitting in front of a panel full of knobs, and how did you learn how to do that? I went to school. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> what school on. did you go to to learn how to do that? The Academy of Radio and TV Broadcasting. And where is that located? Actually, it was uh, just over here on uh, Scott's. Oh, so local. It was, it was just down the street from here. About no 48th kidding. Street and uh, on Indian Square. I think I may have mm-hmm. seen that. Is it still there? No. <laughs> Guys like you put that place out of business long ago. Oh, yeah. So um, we always start, you know, the people that have never, they're tuning in for the very first time. I don't know where they've been, but they we always start with what we like to call the headlines of the day. Oh, uh, you always remember your first time. That was my button there. That was the wrong button. See? This is this is why you went to the. What long. was the name of that school again? <laughs> no wonder they're out of business. Now you love the surveys. I News do. is based on surveys from now on. Surveys, right? headlines, polls, that's polls, and surveys. So a survey says fewer than two percent of hiring managers are actively recruiting graduates with liberal arts degrees. That's shocking. Now, Doreen, I was talking to my partner, Doreen, who's yes. been on the member. She sh- sang the jingles. Absolutely. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think she majored in? Liberal Some, arts. Yeah. yeah. So, and how did the liberal art graduates respond? They said, "I got a double decaf vente vanilla latte for Karen." Okay. That's enough of that hogwash. Let's get down to business, shall we? We're here. Let's do that. Last week, we were talking about prospecting. So we're going to continue to do that. So we were talking about selling the product and not the process. So there is a a, um, thing that only fearless agents know how to do. All the other coaching students and other programs, they don't know how to do it. You will crush them when you know how to do this. So we sell the product, not the process. The product is not fun or the process is not fun. The product is tens of thousands of extra dollars that they can't get any other way. So if you have not listened to last week's podcast, please listen to that one before you listen to this one. And then you'll get it in a better way. In fact, when you're listening to the podcast, listen to them in the order that they were created, uh, starting with number one, hopefully, if you can go back that far. I think it only does the latest 100 episodes. Have you heard that? Did you know that? I did not know that. We're up to like 150. Yeah. Is that right? 150 yeah. times we've sat here and doled out these jokes? Really? It all seems like a blur. Oh, one long, long day. All right. So – uh, and you were clean shaven when we started. Now he's exactly. got a beard down to his waist, but that's okay. So, uh, where are you moving to? Is the fir- when they when we say hi? This is Bob Leffler, and I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. And they say yes. 
the very first question you ask is where are you moving to? Then you ask the maybe 10 or 15 or five or six or seven questions depending on their situation. Then you find the money problem. Then you sell them on the product. Then you crush the competitors. Then you resell them on the product. And then we go to when is moving day. So I think that's what we kind of ended with last week. Um, but I want to kind of go back. Um, what if they don't live in the house? So sometimes you say, where are you moving to? And they go, actually, we're not moving. Uh, it's a rental property. Or they say, actually, we're not moving. It's a vacation home. Or they say, which uh, you're calling and you say, I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. And they say, which house are you talking about? So let's just start with that. So these are the things that stump people, throw them off their game. Even fearless agents get stumped every once in a while. But I don't want you to. So when they say, which house are you talking about? Now, immediately, in my tiny pea-sized brain, real estate brain, I, I want to know how many houses do they own. So write that down. I'm not going to ask that first, maybe, but I want to know how many do they own. Um, are they rentals? Uh, you know, uh, how long have they owned them? Um, you know, when did they buy them? All that kind of stuff. What is it? Is it a is it a single family homes that they own? Is it fourplexes, duplexes, triplexes, herpes simplexes? Is it uh, condos? Is it townhouses? Um, land? You know. So it could these these are potential people that would be perfect for the investor presentation, uh, which shows them how smart you are when you're able to do that. So. The goal right away is to get them to realize they're talking to the smartest agent they're ever going to talk to. I'm answering the question not why move or why sell, but why me? You want them to know why you are the agent when they move or when they sell. So they say which which one? I say, well, I was actually calling – thinking we were going to talk about the house that you may own at 6442 East Palm Lane. Do you own that house? They say yes or no. Your records are wrong. Um, is – are you – do you – how many – now I'm going to go right to how many – how many do you own? So they're going to say two or three or ten or twelve, whatever. Um are they rented out? Are they rentals? Are you a real estate investor? Is that is that what's, what's going on? So I want to know now. Now, if it's a fix and flipper, which is not an investor, uh, I'd want to know that too. I'd be less dying to do business with them probably. But I might switch them to from being a fix and flipper that's making a low rate of return to a very high rate of return earning uh, buy and holder. So that could happen. But I want to know everything. So I'm extremely curious about their situation. Um, so if they're not rushing me off the phone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, you know, how long have you owned them? You know, what, what's, what's the long-term plan? Do you want to buy more? Uh, all that stuff. So when they say, uh, 
yes, I am thinking of selling my house, um, but I don't live in it, um, then they're not moving. So what is moving? Their equity is moving, is what is moving. So now I'm going to say uh, when – let's say I sell your house, okay? And and again, it's, it's a rental or a vacation home. They don't live in it. So they're not going to be moving. So when I sell your house, uh, I'll be handing you a check that's much bigger than you ever thought it would be and I'm going to explain why that is in a little bit. But when I hand you that check, you're either going to spend it or you're going to invest it. Now, if you spend it, what that would mean is you're going to buy a car, buy a boat, take a vacation, you know, buy some depreciating asset, you know, buy lunch, you know, whatever, that's spending, or you're going to invest it. And investing means one of three things only. You're either going to pay down existing debt, which means like on another mortgage or credit card or something like that, uh, or you're going to uh, invest in a mutual fund, or you're going to get uh, other much higher performing real estate. So what are you going to do, spend or invest? Now, once you say that to a investor seller or a vacation home owning seller, they now realize they're talking to the smartest agent they're ever going to talk to and it's because I have accurately predicted exactly what they're going to do with the money. In fact, they might not have even thought that through. I might know what they're going to do with the money and they didn't even know what they're going to do with the money. Maybe they were thinking mutual fund, which is highly likely. But now, because I mentioned other much higher performing real estate, they want to hear about that. So this is an opportunity for me to book an appointment for them to come into my office and I'm going to do the investor presentation maybe instead of doing a listing presentation at their house. Now, keep this in mind. This is kind of a side note. If you're going to do a listing presentation for somebody who doesn't live in the house, let's say it's a rental, I don't want to do that presentation at the rental. If there's a tenant in it, I don't want to do the presentation at the rental. If there's no tenant in it and it's vacant, um, for example, Ramon, if we were to go to a vacant house anywhere in this town, no furniture is in it. There would be no way to sit. And what would the temperature be likely inside that house right at this moment? Uh, we'd be looking at uh, maybe 105. We'd yeah. be sweaty. Yeah. yeah. And probably, probably murdered sweaty. eventually too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whenever you go into one of those vacant homes. Oh, that's right. Creaky. There's a chalk body outline on the carpet yes. already. That's always good. That's off-putting to buyers when they see a chalk body outline. <laughs> so uh, if I have to meet them – at the house, I'm going to bring – and I've done this and I've had many coaching students say they wouldn't have gotten the listing in the vacant house listing presentation had they not done this. So standing up, doing stand-up comedy at the breakfast bar, that's not going to work. So you bring a card table and chairs. You bring a folding table and folding chairs and that will get you the listing. Better would be go to your office, uh, go to where they live. And there is a kitchen table with chairs, so you got to set it up 
set yourself up for success. So ask them that when you're on the phone. Is the, is the house have furniture in it? Is there a kitchen table with chairs where we could sit at, sit at the kitchen table? No? Okay, great. Well, then we're going to meet in my office or we can meet at your home which, that you live in. Which would you prefer? So that's how that appointment's going to get booked. I'm not going to get the listing if they're if we're doing stand-up comedy. Or I do a little bit, talk too much, and then we relocate because we're sweating like a June bride in a feather bed or something like that. So um, I forgot where I was. What was I talking about? This is the great thing about live radio. We forget. We could edit this out, but we're not going to because it's funnier when I forget where I was, what, what I was well, talking Well, we were going about. into a vacant home. <laughs> so they don't own the house. Correct. Their money is moving. We're not moving. So we're going to meet with them someplace else. So when I when I ask them the questions about what where is your money moving, uh, I sound smarter than all the other agents that are going to talk to them. So then we go to the, it's just one house, let's say. Then I would go to the product. So if I have an amazing strategy, now I got to sell them on why me, not just why sell, but why me when you sell. Uh, so if I have an amazing strategy and I do have that and not one other agent you will ever meet has it and I already know you know they do not have it and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would in fact grossly overpay for that house and they'd be very happy that they did. And you would end up netting after all the expenses are paid tens of thousands of dollars more than any other agent could ever get you or you could get any other way, would that help your cause financially or are you allergic to money? So that question uh, is the essence of what I call the science of sales. That is what sales is all about. Now, no one else teaches that because they don't know how to do it. If they do teach it, they learned it from me. Uh, or my mentor, Floyd Wickman, who taught that to me. So not those exact words, but it cuts off every possible angle. So the secret to sales is you do an elaborate setup to get to one magic question that has no wrong answer, and you already know the answer. So you may be listening to what we talk about on this podcast. You may be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were. You may be open to the idea of having some help with that. You may not yet be horribly offended by the jokes we tell on the podcast, and you might be willing to pick up the phone and call me and say, hey, Bob, I'd like to do a complimentary coaching call because I think fearless agent coaching might work for me. It might. So the only way to find out is to pick up the phone and call me. I would encourage you not to text me. Do you know what the plural of text is now? Texted it, did it? Yeah. See, that's hard to say. Yeah. We're going to go with this. Texas. Texas. Yeah. So my partner, Doreen, you know her. Mm -hmm. She was having some work done by a guy named Jim. We'll call him the good old boy. You know. And he goes, yeah, so I uh, I texas you about – so I think this is, this is better actually. So from now on, don't send me texas. Just call me. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah, don't mess with Texas. Just call me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I did. That? A shirt right See there. What? That's good stuff. 
<laughs> that's right. I'm going to put that's going to be the new fearless agent shirt. Don't mess with Texas. Just call me. So um, don't email me. Don't mess with emails or Texas. Just call me and we'll just have a conversation to see if what you're trying to do in your real estate business and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. And if it's not, uh, we'll admit that to each other. And uh, I'm still happy to help you in other ways, perhaps. So, um, And please do visit fearlessagent.com. Watch our webinar. Take lots of notes. You can go to the video training page. Take lots of notes. You can go to the speaking page where I'd, you will see a two uh, – there's an excerpt from a two-day Fearless Agent Experience event and you could take notes. If you are a real estate company owner and you would like to have a Fearless Agent event just for your company, we can help you with that. If you are a real estate company owner and you are recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were uh, and you're open to the idea of having some help, we can help you with that. So it all starts without Texas and only with phone calls. So give me a call, 480-385-8810. So when we're uh, selling houses that nobody lives in, uh, we want to – we want to book the appointment to meet. We want to be face-to-face. We want to – or you could do the the over the phone. If they're out of state, you can do the, the listing presentation or, and pricing presentation over the phone. But if they're in town, you want to meet where it's comfortable. You want to meet where it's professional. So it's not going to be at a restaurant ever. It's not going to be at a coffee shop ever. It will never be any place other than your office the property that's furnished or you brought furniture. Uh, It will be at their home or it will be in a conference room at a title company, a mortgage company, someplace professional where there's not going to be any interruptions by the um, coffee guy or the waiter or any any of that stuff. So it's got to be a professional environment. So if you set everything up correctly that way, your chances of getting the listing are going to be much, much better. So when I hand you this check, you're going to, you're going to do something with it. You're either going to spend it or you're going to invest it. And then I want to find out which presentations I need to give. Now, maybe it's a seller who has multiple properties that they want to sell. Uh, they would be better off if they exchanged low-performing real estate assets for higher-performing. So if they own condos, land, uh, you know, multifamily, uh, those are – or properties that are out too far from downtown, those are low-performing, low-rate-of-return types of properties. And if they exchange them for higher-performing properties, which all real estate – you know, all fearless agents know what those would be, then they would dramatically increase their rate of return. So when you're talking like that to people, they go, oh, yes, I do want to do business with you. And now they know why you instead of why that. Why should I sell is one thing. Why should you pick me when you sell is quite a different thing. So I'm always selling them on why picking me is a good idea. That's why I sell the product not the process. If you want them just 
tell people, hey, you know, you'd be better off if you did this or, hey, you know, you'd be better off if you did that, then they'd say, yeah, if I uh, if I ever uh, want to do that, I might consider that, but I'm going to list with my friend because there's no reason to use you because I'm not sold on you. I got a friend who's going to give me a discount. You've got to sell them on you first and then – when they're sold on you and they know you know more than their friend and all that kind of stuff, then everything's going to be a lot easier to deal with. So so then um, we're going to ask them, you know, you again, sell them on the product, crush the competitors, resell them on the product. And then when is the soonest, not moving day would ever be, but when is the soonest you would accept the tens of thousands of extra dollars in your hand and I could plunk the money in your hand and you would turn over the keys to the new owner. Well, we got a tenant and the tenant's got a lease through. Well, that wouldn't affect the tenant if you sold it to another investor. The tenant would get to stay. So I just want to find out when you want the money and when you'd be willing to turn over the keys. So don't let these little obstacles keep you from getting the listing or getting the listing appointment. Um, it is either vacant and they would want to do it right away or it is uh, rented and they don't want to disturb the tenant. That's fine. You could sell the house sight unseen. You could sell it to another investor who wouldn't disturb the tenant. So just find out how much they like money. So if they'd say, yes, I would accept tens of thousands of dollars for my rental property, but I don't want to disturb the tenant, you'd say, oh, can I ask you about that? So write that down. Can I ask you about that? They say something that's a yeah, but, oh, can I ask you about yeah, but I, Yeah, but I have a friend in the business. Can I ask you about that? Yeah, but I, I told this other guy that I would give him the business. Oh, can I ask you about that? Uh, yeah, but there's a tenant in the property and I don't want to disturb them. Oh, can I ask you about that? And then you don't ask them about that. So if there was a way that the tenant would be very happy and you'd end up with the tens of thousands of extra dollars, the tenant would be glad about it, would you consider doing it now? Well, sure. But how would that work, Bob? It doesn't matter how it works, if it works. If it works, would you consider doing it now? I don't want a yeah, but. I don't want a yeah, and. I want a yes, I would, and I'm going to nail that down. So that is what you would want me to do if I can do it, and I can do it. Is that true? They go, yes, Bob. That is what I want you to do. Now me, I'm in it. Now they want me. That is the secret to sales. And then after that, I say, okay, well, can I explain step by step exactly how I do that? Yes. Okay. Well, step number one is we are going to meet. And I like to meet with people in the afternoons or the evenings. Do you, uh, you, are, are you married? Yes. Do you and your wife have nine to five jobs. Well, my wife doesn't need to be involved in this. I make all the decisions in real estate. Is she going to spend any of the money you get from the house? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to need you 
and your wife. You still want the tens of thousands of extra dollars, by the way? Okay, I'm going to need both you and your wife there. And I like to meet with people in the afternoons or the evenings. Do you or your wife have a 9 to 5 job? Yes, I've got 7 p.m. available on Thursday or would the next Friday be better? That's how it's done. Where are we going to meet? We're going to not meet at the house where the tenant is. I don't need to sell the I don't need to see the house to sell it for way more than it's worth. Um, I need to meet with you at your house where you live uh, if that's okay. If not, we're going to meet in my office. If my office is too far and you don't want to meet in your house, then we're going to go to a, another location that is not going to be a restaurant. It is not going to be uh, anything where there's any other people anywhere around us, no distractions. It's going to be in a conference room at a title company, a mortgage company, but I'm going to book that appointment and it'll, I'll find a place near them and then that's where they're going to be. But I'm going to try and meet with them in their house if that's possible. So um, thank you for joining us today and I hope you took lots of notes. I hope you feel comfortable calling me for a complimentary coaching call. We will change your life, make you rich if you're a real estate agent, if you are a real estate company owner. And again, you would like to recruit producing agents at prodigious levels, please call me at 480-385-8810. If you would like to have a fearless agent event for your company, call me. If you would like to earn more than you are now selling real estate, call me. And please do go to fearlessagent.com. Everything you would need would be right there. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast, if you would, as a favor to me and Ramon. Ramon, you want a five-star review, 10-star review, something like that? I'll take two. You'll take no, no. For me personally, five for you. We want five. Two well, that's for the guy. seven. That's, that's seven. even better. Yeah. So until next week, do what we always do. Have fun. Number two, be humble. And number three, always be fearless. Thanks, gang. Thanks, gang.